1: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today is Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also check him out on the Best Coast Boys podcast. How are you doing today, Landon? I'm good.
0: I'm uh, reporting live via satellite uh, from my uh, from my home as opposed to uh, from the studio as, as normal. So hopefully... The sound quality is so terrible. Yeah, for you we'll guys. be good. So uh, I'm, yeah. I'm
1: really fired up for today's show. This is a this is a show I've been waiting to do for a while. Today we are going to talk about some slot receivers that are potential targets for the Cowboys. Uh, in maybe the second, third, even maybe the fourth round. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Uh, Landon, I gave you three guys to watch this weekend. Uh, Andy Isabella from Massachusetts, uh, Greg Dortch from Wake Forest, and Penny Hart from Georgia State. Uh, Let's start with Andy Isabella. What did you see in your film study from Isabella?
0: Well, I would like to first start out that I could not get any coaches tape for even one of these guys, which makes me a little bit I, I made it hard
1: for you. It, it, you, had to, you had to do some it, digging.
0: It, it didn't make it easy. Um, Starting with Andy Isabella, you know, I think um, the first thing that, you know, the, the interesting thing about these assignments is that you kind of, you know, I take, I'm taking them in, in groups of three, and so it's hard not to kind of prepare these guys specifically to each other, right? And that's the point, um, right? We, we, we yeah. want to
1: compare these three slot receivers against each other and kind of slate them and slot them for wherever we think they may go.
0: Isabel is a little different than these other two, I feel like. Um he's I would agree. a little bit bigger. Um kind of more of in the role of a uh Julian Edelman than maybe a Beasley, I, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like kind of a uh, uh, he's got g- good size in the context of what we're talking about, uh for slot or receivers. He looks like a a cop running back body type playing slot receiver you know he looks like right. a kind of a third down back playing slot receiver you know he's probably 5 10 ish 190 i mean he, he really looks more like a smaller running back than he does kind of what the traditional or at least what we've considered to be traditional sort of slot receiver is
1: um he's
0: kind of a body catcher uh he you know, is you know, it's, you know, my, it's he, the
1: worst trait about him
0: The only scenario where I didn't see him reliably body catch is in short crossing routes and slants, where he kind of is good about catching the ball in front of his frame and and with his hands palms open. Uh, But how big of a problem
1: is that for a slot receiver?
0: Well, I I think I I do think it it mitigates some things that he um, that he reaches. You know, he he goes palms out in the crossing routes because really I think that's kind of. Where I worry about, I want a guy like coming across the middle, snatching the ball with his hands because when you catch with your body and you get hit, like when you're trying to bring it in, yeah, all kinds of different stuff. It's just there's a lot of weird angles that can be created. But when you when you grip it with your with your hands, you've got your hands around the ball. You can then apply a third level of pressure with your body. Um, I, I just think it's a lot safer, so I, I do think it's not great that he's a body catcher in general. I I think it's some of it, like I said, is mitigated by the fact that he he's not as much of a body catcher on the kind of routes where he really you know, can't afford to be as much of a body catcher. Um I, I will say this that despite being a body catcher, you know, a, a lot like Terrence Williams in some ways, he's despite being a body catcher, he he's pretty efficient as a wide receiver mm-hmm. who convert, converts his targets. He, he seems to kind of create completions or, or finish, finish well. Um, he runs with the ball like a running back. He's got a nice forward lean, and, and he's good at attacking open space. Um, a, a big part of what became difficult with his evaluation is that his quarterback play is terrible. <laughs> like, it's like
1: really, it, really, really bad.
0: Yeah, and it was really, really, really difficult to kind of get a, a, a good – Idea of what he would be like with a with a quarterback who maybe had a little bit more savvy or a little bit more accuracy. Because mm-hmm. the other interesting thing is, is that he, I, and again, I didn't see a ton of him, and but it, there weren't too many complicated double moves or option routes. I mean, he he ran no. a, a pretty basic route tree. It seemed like, and and the other thing too about him is that, and this is. Uh, I write stuff like this because this is what I see, but this is the opposite of what I'm hearing. But this is just what I see. Um, he's sudden and bursty, and, and he's he's probably fast as well from what I can tell.
1: I, but, I'm going to tell you in a second just how fast we think he is, but go ahead.
0: But how shifty is he really on the spectrum of slot receivers?
1: I, I think not that's... not super shifty. He doesn't have the elite quickness that you're used to seeing, but he has the long he has the long speed now that, uh... in workouts, in workouts, again, this is all pre-combine stuff, there was a report from SI.com that he was running a four hand timed as late as last week he's not going to run that at the combine, but I think it's very, very likely he runs in the mid four threes, high four threes at Indianapolis.
0: If he runs in the, if he runs like a low four three, this guy is definitely a second or third
1: round pick. I mean,
0: like, I mean, especially, and then that's the thing is I have to say just to kind of go back a little bit, when you said that these guys were all third, fourth or mid round picks, I, that surprised me because honestly, mm-hmm. in general, I view most of these guys as, Mid to late rounder guys, really. I mean, I, I, just because of the position, maybe the position value has increased.
1: But I think it's changing a little bit, right? I think you're starting to see teams put a little bit more emphasis in that slot position and not think of it. Hey, we can get a guy, we can get a guy later. I think they're looking at it as you know, a slot receiver's on the field seventy percent of the snaps. Let's make sure we get a quality one and not have to wait until. Late day, day three to grab one.
0: So let me just finish up with him. It, it makes the most of his routes. He's good at changing speed uh, in route. I like the way he runs his stems. He uses suddenness to his advantage. Uh, balance through contact and routes, which I think is important. You know, he stays on his feet despite uh, people getting physical with him. Uh, and then really good juice upfield. Uh, I mentioned that he got behind Georgia twice, Georgia D twice, despite the fact that they were way behind and they knew they were throwing the ball. Uh, his, his ability to get deep was apparent and so it's not mm-hmm. terribly surprising to hear of those 40 times that you were mentioning because he does look to not only be bursty but potentially have good long speed as well
1: all right i'll add a couple other quick notes about isabella on here um you mentioned his quarterback play it was atrocious but even despite that uh, he's still accounted for 40 almost 48% of the uh of UMass's passing offense. Uh 48%, that's like we're talking about like the 95th, 96th percentile of all receivers to come out super impressive there. Um over the last 2 years, uh 1000 yards as a junior, almost 1700 yards as a senior. Uh, you know, 25 total touchdowns. Uh, he was pro football focused his highest created receiver that they've, they've seen in the last five years. So a lot of people really, really like him. I, of the three that we're going to talk about, I think he's probably got maybe the highest ceiling of the group just because he's a little bit bigger. Uh, and because he does have some seat. I, I really like Isabella. If, if the Cowboys decided to pass on Cole Beasley and free agency and grab Andy Isabella, I think that gives them a little bit more explosiveness in the offense. I, uh, I, I just thought he was a really good player. Um, let's go ahead and move on to one of my favorite players in the entire draft, uh, Greg Dortch from no. Wake Forest. Now, Oh, man, this is going to be fun. I can't wait. Uh, I know you struggled to, to find some tape on him. I know you you, you had a little bit of trouble there. But uh, what did you see from Dortch when you finally got to sit down and watch him?
0: Well, I, I, this is funny because Dortch was the third guy I did. Um, I did Isabella at heart, and, and I did – Isabella versus BC and versus Georgia and hard versus NC state and versus Troy and Dorch. I found one of each of those <laughs> two, two tapes against this guy. So, uh, you know, hard played NC state, Isabella beat BC. And for George, mm-hmm. I found versus BC and NC state. So it was interesting to see, re-see those defenses again. And I thought that was actually a little bit helpful. I, I'm not a fan of this guy. Like I, 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 I struggle with him, and and listen. I definitely defer to you on a lot of this. Because no, I want to hear the, you. I want to hear your argument. I, yeah, I, I know you do, but, but i was just saying. I, I wide receiver is definitely a position where I feel the least comfortable. I would say, um, just because of what my skill set is, but to me. Um, you know his size seems pretty average for a slot. It's not. It's it's not good or bad. It's probably just mm-hmm. right right around normal for that size. He, he does seem to be very thin, so I, I think he probably could put on some weight uh, once he gets to the NFL. But it's not an issue. It's just he's at the bottom of what would probably be allowable. I would say. Um, sure. You see him a lot. Uh, used a lot on in breaking routes, and, and in general it just feels like he has issues finishing completions. Um, It's really, it's just, it it seems to be, you know, he's also a body catcher to a certain degree. I I think he's probably less so than Isabella, but still, I mean, I think he prefers to kind of get the ball on his body. I, I saw issues with him trying to finish, issues with him finishing the catches, like getting the ball reeled in. He he's not a physical player. In, in, kind of in the opposite no. way that Isabella was. That I, I feel like he really struggles. Like if DBs get physical with him in uh, route, I think he he has an issue with that. Um, I'll <laughs> I wrote in my notes. I'll comment on his efforts as a blocker as soon as I see some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: he he's not a blocker. You're no. not drafting him to to help in the run game.
0: But at the same time, like it, it's not like it's effort. Like I have, I have an issue with this player because I have effort issues with this player. Okay. Um, he doesn't always seem on his snap to snap effort is a question for me. Uh, now uh, the good things about him is that he has incredible burst and lateral Mm -hmm. quickness for days. He's got really quick feet, uh, and he'll throw several moves at the line of scrimmage to get, get a free release. He's vertically explosive when necessary. He isn't necessarily a, a deep threat per se. Um, because he isn't fast enough to get you know two steps on, a, on an NFL cornerback, and he isn't physical enough if he gets just one step to consistently win at 50-50 balls. But I, I think that in a world where he has athleticism and smoothness, if he catches you off guard with a, uh, you know, a double move upfield, uh, he's got enough you know, speed to make that work. I just don't know that he can create separation up the field with his athleticism and
1: his skill set. Uh, um, let me start with some of the negatives. I, I don't think he's going to come in very big. I, it wouldn't surprise me if he's 5'8", 170 pounds at the Combine. Yeah, And that worries me because that, that limits you to being just a slot receiver. And we, yeah. I mean, again, this is this is a slot receiver podcast, but ultimately you would like to see a guy that could do a little bit of both, these, like a Juliet Edelman the or other, Anthony these other, These other
0: two guys, I feel like, have – uh, abilities that, that both of them can play outside. Isabella and Hart, I feel like... Especially
1: definitely. Isabella. Yeah, Especially Isabella. I Dorch, feel like with his speed, he can play outside. Dorch, I
0: have, I have real concerns about doing
1: that. Uh, and that's fine. I, I, I won't even argue that point. Um, the other thing is, you're right about his hands. I think he fights the ball the yeah. most out of these three receivers. I, he's just not a supernatural hands catcher. Uh, but what I like about Dorch is... Man, anytime he catches the ball, he can make that first defender miss. You know, pretty often he can make him with mixed with quickness uh, and strength. A little bit of Cole Beasley that way. We don't think of Cole Beasley as this fantastic guy after the catch, but more often than not, Beasley. And Dorch can make that first guy miss and gain an extra five or six yards. Um, I I thought he was fantastic uh, on in-breaking routes. Anytime he was, uh, you know, the defender was in off coverage, I thought it was an instant advantage for Dorch. Um, One of the things that I really like about him, and I've always liked this about receivers, is I like his versatility. Uh, he had two punt return touchdowns last year as a sophomore. Averaged 11 yards a return uh, as a kick returner in his career. Averaged about 21 and a half yards per return. We have seen a pretty strong correlation between guys that play well on special teams in college and in the NFL transitioning to being you know solid slot receivers. Um, I also like his toughness. This is a guy that played with a punctured intestine uh, as a freshman. Uh, played throughout an entire game. I think he had 10 catches in, in one of the games against Temple with it uh just super super tough um only 20 years old super productive again as a sophomore almost 1,100 yards and eight touchdowns um probably not a guy that you're going to take in a top 75 but if you can get him anytime after that I think his his ceiling is to become a pretty good uh slot receiver and kick returner punt returner for you down the road uh any any final thoughts on Dortch before we move on
0: uh for me I, I, I think, and a lot of these guys, I, I need to see testing on these guys because oh, I absolutely. think if George comes out as a, as a, as the athlete that I think he can be and maybe a little bit better, I'm still intrigued because he does have, you know, the kind of physical skill set you're looking for. Uh, but I, but I think that for me, my um, interest there probably hinges solely on how he tests because I, I, I don't know. Because I think he's a in the hands ball in the hands type player, you know. Like I mean, agree. that's that's where his value is. I don't think he's gonna. He's so great at creating facer. That's where he's different from me to me is that he's not creating separation. I think as much as I would love my slot receiver too, um, but I, I agree that if you can get the, the ball into his hands, he's deadly and dangerous with it, and that that has value as well.
1: If you're one of these people, like I am, that cares about age for a receiver, uh, Dorch is almost three years younger than the other two receivers we're talking about on the list. So a pretty raw and inexperienced player that I think uh, his best football is still ahead of him. Uh, Let's take a quick break, and we'll come back, and we'll talk about Penny Hart.
2: Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements?
1: All right, one of the Senior Bowl darlings was Georgia State's Penny Hart. Uh, I fell in love with him watching the one-on-one drills. Just nobody co- could cover him. The Nasir Adderley from Delaware uh, really struggled to, to stay with his quickness. Uh, what did you see from Penny Hart on film?
0: This was my favorite guy. Um, yes, I, good. I'm I, glad. I, I, I like Isabella, and I see value there. But to me, if you're really trying to look for a guy who can replace what Beasley can do, this is the best one. Um, he's diminutive bodies for sure. I mean, he's he's like I said, similar to average height. He's bigger than Dorch, I think. I mean, he think he's he's probably five eight, one eighty five. You know, like yeah, he's I mean, a little he's,
1: thicker. He, is probably the better way to put it. He's a little
0: bit soft. And, and, and and really. What it is is that I like even more than that. Besides the defined limbs, is well defined limbs is, is that they're long. He's got long arms mm-hmm. for a guy of his size, and I think that's incredibly value. And he uses them. He avails himself of. them. He, he's a the guy who catches the ball away from his body. He's a guy who doesn't have a problem snatching the ball. And I think again, when you got a guy that size, he's got a little bit of a larger catch radius than these guys. I mean, the catch radius is still. If you're comparing him as a wide receiver overall to the class, catch radius is this guy's weakness still. But that's Mm -hmm. because of physical limitations, not because of anything else. But that still, I would say, is better than most catch radiuses of guys his size. He he has the ability to catch the ball outside of his frame with his hands and has long arms, which increases that. Uh, He is a physical player. I mean, this guy is not just like uh, – I I remember watching Tavon Austin in training camp and being shocked by how much that little dude loves to throw his body around and mix it up and block. Mm -hmm. He loves blocking. That's what this guy's about. Like this guy is – he's in the opposite form of Dorch where if he's not in the middle of the play, I don't know if Dorch is participating really. For me, Hart is mixing it up every single time. If the quarterback is, you know, they had kind of a scrambling quarterback uh, a little bit, a guy with some speed, and if the, you know, the play was breaking down, the quarterback's rolling to his side and decides to take it upfield, Dortch immediately converts himself into a blocker, finds a way to get on his defender and create an alley for his quarterback to get behind him. He's just a very aware player. I think uh, it just seems like when you, I love his game because when you watch him. He understands football. Like He knows Mm -hmm. more than just what his job is. He's reacting to what's happening in the play. Um, But on top of that, he also has incredible uh, athleticism, skill to him. He's an easy mover in and out of his breaks. You saw him get used well in in his offense. He was, uh, was involved in double moves. He saw some whip routes. He created clear separation. Good speed variance in the stems to keep the defensive backs off balance. His start stop is great. Uh, his ability to get upfield quickly. Uh, I think he, one of the reasons I think he could be great on the outside is because his start stop is so great that he could be fantastic. You run him on nine routes, then you run him on stop routes. And I think he cornerbacks, I mean, when you can, the nine route stop route ability gives you such an advantage to run routes outside. Like, because if you can run, if you have deep speed to get down the field, and you have that ability to stop on a dime. That's such a, a difficult constraint for cornerbacks to deal with. And I think he could do that if he needed to, to, uh, um, uh, occasion. Uh, I mentioned so, solid hands, good extended catch. Uh, we'll have some occasional focus drops. I did notice that when he, when he drops the ball, it's, it's because he's not paying, he's not watching all the way in. He's thinking about Absolutely, what he's doing yep. next. Um, I said catch radius, uh, yeah, still, still the weakness in his game because there were times when they got the ball down the field. He outran the coverage and the quarterback underthrew him. And you saw him trying to come back to the ball. And, you know, he still is 5'8, 180 pounds. So there are just physical limitations to what he can do in that arena. Um,
1: he, Did you have a comp for him?
0: I didn't really think about it. Look, 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 I got two more things, then I'm done. Hold on. Okay. Uh Easy deep speed. He has a very f- fast third gear, which is interesting to me because what it does is that he gets cornerbacks into thinking that he's redlining, and then when the ball's in the air, he hits a fourth gear and then just takes off. Uh, his feet and hands work in concert to beat Pat Press Conference, and I think he'd give you solid snaps on the outside as well. Um, I, I don't. I don't, like...
1: I can give you one. I I, I have one for him. Give me, give me. Uh, He reminds me a lot of Chicago Bears receiver Taylor Gabriel. That kind of really quick, you know, he has a lot of speed, small size, but super competitive. Uh, You're mostly going to want to play him in a slot, but he can moonlight as an outside receiver if you need to. Um, I, again, I love guys that that compete and do stuff on special teams. That was Penny Hart. He was a kick returner this last year. He has experience as a punt returner. He actually he averaged almost 18 yards per punt return this year, which is, I mean, that's incredible. Yeah. Um, a, a, again, he's just a, a really, really good player that can play in the slot uh, and can do a, a whole bunch of different things for you. Uh, Unfortunately, I- we're not going to be able to see his his uh, measurements at the combine because for whatever reason. The NFL didn't feel like he was good enough to get an invite to Indianapolis, which is insane. Uh, so we're, we're going to have to wait on his pro day. But uh, I, I really like Penny Hart.
0: Yeah, I, I was going to say, uh, and I, I had the guy in mind, but I couldn't come up with his name. Uh, I, I, and he's a little bit smaller than him, a little bit shorter than him. But I think John Brown is kind of a mm. guy that that it sort of. I mean, just because I think again, I, I think he can play outside. I think he, despite his his diminutive size he's got such good concert between his feet and his hands. Like, I mean, they work so well together and because he can kind of vary his speed a little bit, I think he's difficult for, for corners, even on the outside to kind of get a beat on and stop, especially if they can't get a, a good initial jam on him. Uh, I think he's going to be difficult. I, 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 I like him a lot. I think that uh, he's definitely a, a slot guy to watch and he's going to have special teams value. But I also think again, he can give you some things on the outside a little bit as well.
1: Alright, let's rank these receivers really quick before we go. Uh, Andy Isabella, what round grade do you feel comfortable giving him?
0: Well, see, I mean, I my inclination was to kind of push these guys down because I don't feel like I have a good handle on the value of the position currently in, in, in the draft class. But so, in,
1: just in general, what round would you, if you're watching that and you you're, you're grading him, what grade would you give him?
0: I mean, if he runs like a mid if he runs a four threes like especially a low four threes then yeah I could easily see him being a, a late second or third round pick um, and hard too I think if, if he if he runs you know well in the four threes four fours uh, yeah I he could be he could be a he's a third round guy as well third fourth maybe George to me I I, I mean I think Anywhere from three to five. I mean, I okay. I I, just, I think really all a lot of these guys, especially unfortunately for Hart, a lot of these guys draft value is going to be hinging on, you know, what they test like because I think that's the thing is these, these guys yep. play all kinds of wildly different competitions. So. Part of what we need to combine for is to kind of get a baseline for what these guys speed is. And so
1: it's funny that these are three slot receivers that I all feel like play the position totally differently. They do, yeah. Isabel is more of your down the field slot receiver. Hart is your you know, your quick, you know, in and out of your breaks, and Dortch is kind of the guy that you want to get the ball in his hands quickly so we can make plays. It's it's just fascinating watching these three players and kind of comparing and contrasting them to one another.
0: I was gonna say real quick that I would uh, Isabel is Edelman Hart like Hart is kind of like a Beasley with some speed, and sure. George to me is Switzer. Like I, I think like that kind of okay,
1: I, I can get that. You know what I'm saying? Like
0: Sw- that's I don't know about Switzer like talent level. He it could be better, but than that sports, kind of player, but that kind of guy where it's like he's not going to win, uh, you know, in route like Beasley does. But he's a guy that you want to have the with the ball in his hand because of his ability with the ball in the hand.
1: I agree. Um, I, I, just really quickly before we go, I have Isabella graded as a two, Dorch as a three, and Penny Hart as a four. I like them all I, honestly. For me, if I'm if I'm drafting a receiver out of that group, just give me the cheapest of the of the three. Right? I mean, give yeah. me the guy that I don't have to spend a top 100 pick on. I, I really like all three of these receivers. All right, that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Follow Landon at McCoolBCB. You can follow the show at Lockdown Cowboys, and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you guys next time.